0: Hello everyone, my name is Major and welcome to episode 24 of the Heat Code. In today's episode, we are going to be breaking down game one of the Miami Heat versus Philadelphia 76ers series. Now your Miami Heat once again took home a playoff W with a final score of 106-92. to 92. So you heard that right, our defense was stellar once again, holding the 76ers to under 100 points. And this is after coming off a series of holding the Atlanta Hawks to under 100 points in average for the whole series. And this game was awesome from multiple different aspects. Maybe the biggest change in this game was how Tyler Hero had by far his best game of these playoffs. He was 9 of 17 from the field, 4 of 6 from 3, 25 points seven assists, and zero turnovers. I love when I see zero turnovers next to Tyler Hero's name, especially when he's also getting five-plus assists. I call this the Kyle Lowry effect because this was not happening last year and give massive props to Tyler Hero for putting in the work, improving his vision and his passing, We are getting more and more of these games where he has large assist numbers and fewer turnovers. And I'm going to sound like a broken record, but we talk about his turnovers all the time and that when he's playing good, he'll get a couple loose ball turnovers because he's just being real loose and not protecting the ball great. This was not one of those times. This was one of the times where Tyler Hero had everything clicking and he was taking good care of the ball. If we have this Tyler Hero we are going to be a deadly, deadly team to beat even if we don't have Kyle Lowry. Another person that had arguably their best game of the whole playoffs would be Bam Adebayo. The extremely efficient 8 of 10 from the field, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. He did have 3 turnovers though, so we'd like to get that down a little bit. But then, like Bam always does, getting those defensive stats... Two steals and one block as well. He was stellar. He made DeAndre Jordan look like he was not even good enough to play in the G League. He absolutely dominated DeAndre Jordan to where they just had to take him out. Bam was feasting. He had really high energy, and it was contagious on the whole team. I loved Bam's game, and I expect for Bam and Tyler Hero to keep up these performances in the future of this series. And if we are fortunate to get past the 76ers, the rest of the playoffs. And we have to talk about this next player. And he arguably has been the Heat's second best player in the whole playoffs. And that is our man, P.J. Tucker. Now, P.J. Tucker will retire as a Miami Heat legend even if he just plays this one season. Now, in no way is he only playing this one season. He has to be on the Heat for years to come. He bleeds Heat culture. He is a dog. He is exactly who we want on this team. When someone needs to make a massive hustle play, it's P.J. Tucker. When someone needs to play great defense alongside Bam, it's P.J. Tucker. When someone needs to hit a transition corner three, it's P.J. Tucker. Now he shot 4 of 9 overall, 2 of 4 from the 3 point line, 7 rebounds, 10 points, but it was his defense and his energy and his rebounding effort that just makes him stick out so, so much. There were numerous times where he was just all over the court trying to get a rebound or trying to make an impact on defense. He was firing up the squad and it was extremely contagious for everyone and it got the crowd into the game at times when the crowd was starting to lull and it got our players back into the game so i can't say enough about pj tucker i absolutely love him like i said he's a miami heat legend already and honestly after ud retires if ud ever does retire i am completely fine with pj tucker being the next udonis haslam just he has a roster spot until he doesn't want it this man could be 50 if not played in an actual game in 10 years, and I will gladly give him a roster spot just like we do Udonis Haslam. Now, it wasn't all perfect for the Miami Heat, so I do want to highlight some things that did not go as planned. And I would say the biggest person that things didn't go as planned would probably be Deadman. He only played four minutes and he had five fouls, now, I will preface this and say I did think a lot of his foul calls were kind of bullcrap. Like, it's the playoffs. Let them touch someone. He wasn't doing anything crazy or pulling people down or shoving people. They were just calling some knickknack touch fouls, and it was really annoying. They just didn't want him to play basketball. So, Dwayne Dedman had an absolutely horrible game. Combine that with Yurtseven coming in and hitting three of four shots and getting six points in just five minutes at the end of garbage time. The timeline, we're going to have the people saying Yurtseven needs to play again. That is still not the case. We still need Deadman to play. Hopefully next time he doesn't get some unfortunate calls and stays out of foul trouble. But probably the person that we thought should make the biggest impact and had a subpar game, Which Jimmy Butler, 5 of 16 overall, 1 of 4 from the 3 point line, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, and only 15 points. So in no way was this close to Jimmy Butler's best game that he can play and best game in these playoffs. It was a Jimmy Butler game where he's okay at best. Now I do not expect this to continue... But as you can see from the final score of 92-106, to it didn't have too much of an impact on the outcome of the game. Now maybe had an outcome on the first half where the Philadelphia 76ers actually took a one-point lead into the half, but we play two halves for a reason. We play 48 minutes for a reason, and this team is just by far better than these 76ers without Joel Embiid, even if Jimmy Butler is playing subpar. So, when he does put together a complete game, we are just going to beat the breaks off the 76ers. We're going to beat them by 30. And there's really just no way around that. Now, moving on to another player, Gabe Vincent, 4 of 12 from the field, 1 of 7 from the 3-point line, 10 points, 3 assists, 3 rebounds. He is in a horrible slump right now. And he has played solid defense this playoffs, but... Game 1 was not one of those games either. He just he was just bad. He did have a couple timely threes, or that one timely three and then uh a three-point play of when he got the and one. That was a fabulous and one, but overall, he's just really been lacking in all of the playoffs on the offensive end, but in the first round, he was playing stellar defense. But like you said in game 1, it was not one of those times where he was playing good defense. So, I expect to see better games from, you know, Jimmy Butler, Deadman, Gabe Vincent, even Max Struess, and then Oladipo. I expect them to all have better games moving on in this series. One last interesting note about Miami Heat players is Duncan Robinson got a, did not play coach's decision. If I remember correctly, it's his first time since like November 2019. So that is absolutely crazy. I do not expect that to continue. I expect him to play maybe even in game two. I think that was just a one-off thing. But just look out for that if he continues to get um, do not plays. That's going to be an interesting thing to keep track of, especially considering, like I said, he hadn't had one since 2019. Now, moving on to the defensive side of the ball. We have James Harden and Tyrese Maxey and they were treated and they know exactly how Trey Young feels now. Maxey was 6 of 15 overall, 1 of 6 from the three-point line. Did have 19 points, so if you just look at the points, that looks pretty solid, but how he got them was not solid at all. James Harden, 5 of 13 from the field, 2 of 7 from the three-point line, 5 assists and 5 turnovers. Once again, an extremely subpar game, and just like Trey Young, his assists and field goals are matched with his turnovers. They do not stand a chance unless James Harden is having like 60% from the field nights and high efficiency and getting to the free throw line at a high clip. They just have to have a great James Harden, and he simply was not that. He only had four free throws, so Tyrese Maxey and Tobias Harris had more free throws than James Harden. And if that continues going on into future games of this series, the 76ers are going to be in massive trouble. The one player that played great for the 76ers, and honestly is the, probably for the 76ers, going to be the X factor in my opinion, is going to be Tobias Harris, 11 Of 18 from the field one of four from the three-point line and 27 points there were times in this game especially in the first half where tobias harris was getting anything and everything he wanted now yes he was using his forearm rather conveniently and not getting called for it but hey that's sometimes how it goes and he was making the shots and putting himself in position to get those good looks and if the refs aren't calling it he's surely not going to stop so Props to him for getting to his spots. And you know, I say Tobias Harris might be the X factor for this series for the 76ers. It's because without Joel Embiid, he's going to have the ball in his hands and have more of an opportunity than he would you know, with Joel Embiid on the floor. So they are going to need this efficient Tobias Harris scoring at a high clip. He's going to have to make up some for Joel Embiid not being there. I think people forget how good Tobias Harris actually can be when he gets the opportunity. Even in past years playing with Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, he's never been put in a great situation to have big games. And I think without Joel Embiid and with James Harden maybe playing a little bit more of a facilitating role, Tobias Harris is in prime position to have a big series now i don't think that'll necessarily make a difference in how long this series will go but i do think he'll put up good numbers if he is hitting his open shots and so your miami heat are up one to nothing on the philadelphia 76ers game two is going to be on wednesday night may 4th so we got to get ready we got to show up. We got to do our part as fans. Let them know we still support them. We know the 76ers are not going to want to go down 2-0. to zero. And especially if Joel Embiid's coming back in this series, we got to take every single win we can without Embiid out there. Make them feel the adversity. Make them feel the heat. They will crumble. We all know that. We all watched the 76ers series where they all looked scared whenever they were playing the Toronto Raptors and they were up three to nothing. So if we get them down two to zero, I don't think they'll be able to come back from that. So with all that being said, I just want to say thank you for listening once again. Share it with your friends, let me know what you think. Send me some DMs on Twitter if you want to talk to me or reply to my tweets. My Twitter is at major underscore passens, and Passons is spelled P-A-S-S-O-N-S. If you want the show specific Twitter, it's at the heat code. So there you'll find I'll post whenever I drop a brand new podcast. So you'll always know whenever the next podcast is coming. So like I said, thank you for listening and let's go heat, heat in five.